Hello, and welcome to the Universes Academy's first ever class rankings. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go through and we're going to talk about uh, each of the characters from set one, just the core set, not including any promos or any DLC characters or anything like that, just the core set characters. And um, the set has just been fully previewed as of Friday. Um, so we're going to go through and we're going to kind of talk about our thoughts on each character, um, kind of considering their support, things that we think are going to be good or bad. Um, we've done very limited playtesting, just kind of um, dorking around and trying to have some fun with the characters and see what's going on, because uh, we're all really excited for the new set. Um, but we just wanted to share our thoughts with the community. Um, I am Matt Childress. Um, if you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick. Uh, I'm sure. Ryan, Ryan Kraft. <laughs> and we're off to a great start. Uh, I'm John Jennings. And um. We uh we are Universe's uh Academy. So um let's get started, I guess, with the first character and just jump right into it and then um, you know, we'll kinda limit our time for each one of us, um, because we all could sit here and probably talk about cards all day. Um, but we don't wanna waste your time and we appreciate you coming in. So and we're gonna try to spend about a, no more than a minute or so um each talking about whatever our thoughts are on that character. Maybe less, maybe slightly more, but that's kind of the goal that we're aiming for. So um first character up is All Might, correct? Yeah, that's correct. All Might. Okay. Um, either one of you guys want to immediately tackle All Might? Your thoughts there? Uh, sure, I'll jump in here. Uh, so we've got it set up into basically four different tiers, uh, S, A, B, C. And I've got All Might in my B tier. Um, I think he is interesting. I like his, you know, the form that he has. I think is very thematic of how All Might in the show is, you know, hurting himself for temporary... Uh, boost in his abilities, but it's a long-term effect that's gonna, you know, hurt him and, you know, eventually not kill him, but re reduce his ability to ever actually fight and use his power. Um, I, I think All Might is in kind of one of the that weird category where he's definitely he has the chance of just randomly blowing you up because if you can't stop a huge powerful attack and he has you know like ten cards in his hand or something like that, then yeah, sure, he's gonna blow you up. But the consistency of that, I think, is what kind of what limits his tiering here. That's why he's in kind of the B tier, because I don't think you're really going to realistically be able to pull that off in a competitive environment. You know, if you go up against Eraser, he's just gonna be like, oh, you've got a billion cards in your hand, just go ahead and just erase. Sorry, you don't get to use your enhance. Uh so I think that's kind of what limits him for me. Yeah, I'm kinda right there with you on the tier. I got him in my B tier as well. Uh, I just don't know that he does enough to compete with some of the stronger characters in the set. Um, like you said, he can randomly just blow you up. He can blow you up if you're maybe a newer player who's not holding blocks in your hand to actually defend against it. Um, but I just don't think against an experienced player he's going to be able to come in and take you down with a giant powerful attack. And it hurts me to say this because he's been a character that I've been pretty adamant that could be pretty good in the set. And I still think there's probably a chance he could bump up to A tier just depending on how everything shakes out. But as of now, just from what I've seen from other stuff, I, I got him pretty solidly in the middle to lower part of the B tier. Um, yeah, so I think you guys are uh, much uh, bigger on All Might than I am. I think All Might's one of the worst characters in the set. Um, I put him definitively in the C tier. Um, I, I think that all right, his enhanced committing um, hurts him a lot, to, to John's point, against Eraser or really anyone, like all you need is any amount of speed reduction. There aren't that many throws in the set. Even further, there's one throw that's a punch, you know, so like there's one option there. 
Um, and it's not even All Might's card, so it kind of locks him in on symbols. So it's kind of telegraphed. Um, his ability to reduce his hand size. I agree completely with what you guys are saying as far as the theme of this character. Like, he feels and is designed in a, in a great way to represent the character as far as the reducing the hand size for a temporary boost and pushing beyond your limits. Like, that's really cool, and I love that aspect of it. And I'm with Ryan. Like, you, you can ask anyone. I love All Might. I mean, I got an All Might shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I wanted All Might to be my go-to man, and I'm still hoping maybe one of the other All Mights uh, is a little bit more competitive. But, yeah, I just think that he he is not going to get us where we need to be. Um, so that's my minute. I um I could keep talking about that. But <laughs> <laughs> I um I hope he's better than I think he is. I just don't think he's very good. Yeah, and I mean, so before we keep going, I would just like to say I know we all mentioned the theme on the first character. I think all the characters are like knocked out of the park as far as theme goes. Personally, uh-huh. uh, so good job, Jesco, on that theme was awesome. But yeah. um, next character coming up is a uh, Kaminari. Uh, John, you want to start us off again with Kaminari? Sure. I've got Kaminari in the A tier, and I'm going to be honest, I really considered putting him in the S tier. Uh, not just because his ability, his response is ridiculous, but also just his kit. Like, uh, 1.3, uh, was it Indiscriminate Shock 1.3 million volts? That card is bonkers. That card is so good. He's got access to order, so he's got a lot of the other stun kits, especially out of um, Ida. I, think, I feel like Ida has a good bit of stun going on. Um, and, uh, just his, his enhance is free. It's on every attack. It, it's just, it's awesome. Uh, he's got a seven hand size. I prefer to run seven hand size characters. I think card advantage is a big, is a big deal in every game. Um, and he kind of fits that mold. Uh, I think the one thing holding him back from the S tier for me is just the, is that eraser exists. And Eraser is going to stop him using his free enhance on every attack. I still think he would be fine even without it. Uh, I, th- I think he's competitive with Eraser, but I think that's what holds him back from really jumping up into the S tier and being like, oh, crap. Sit down at a tournament. My opponent revealed Kaminari. Uh, what are we going to do? Yeah, I, uh, I'm right there with you on Kaminari. I have him in the A tier. And honestly, I have him in the A tier mainly because we haven't tested with him yet. I haven't seen him in action. And I just have him in the A tier based off the strength of his abilities without even seeing someone play him. Uh, his ability to like snap generate momentum, uh, his ultra air being super strong that like plays off the momentum theme. And uh, I mean, his like pseudo stun on his character makes defending against the attacks he's thrown at you even more difficult with like the stun on top of his pseudo stun. So I think he's going to be really strong. I want to see him in action, but. I mean, just based off his abilities, man, he's got to be at least A tier in my mind. Yeah, um, I'm actually <clears throat> right there with you guys as well. I put him in my A tier. Um, I think that 720 is great stats. I think a simple spread is good for what he wants to do as far as like the charge and stun stuff. Like off of air and chaos, he gets a whole lot of the Uraraka charge support as well. Um, and that enhance is 100% free and it's targeted committal. It's not that your your rival commits one. It's he chooses one. That is wildly good. Um, and his response being once per game, I'll be honest, in general, I hate once per game abilities um, because I just feel like my cater doesn't do enough. But this dude makes up for that. He does something on every attack for free. Um, so even though Eraser, you know, is there and might erase him and, and sure you don't get to use that all the time, you're still going to get to use it some because Eraser can't do that forever. You know, he can't sustain doing that. Um, yeah. So... I think that Kaminari is very good, um, and I would not be surprised if 
he he's the upper A tier. If that makes sense. Like if we were going to yeah. kind of segment the A tier a little bit more, I think he's definitely one of those skaters that has a lot of potential. Yeah, so we all solidly got Kaminari in the A tier there. Uh, 100% agreement. Um, yeah. Next character up is going to be Kirishima. Um, I'm going to let John anchor this one and go last since he's <laughs> the only one that's actually played Kirishima. Uh, I'll start this one off and say that I think Kirishima is like easily S tier. Uh, he is one of the best characters in the set, if not the best character in the set. Um, I mean, he's like... he's. He can be a nine hand sizer if he's using his ability twice a turn, every single turn. He gets to build for free to supplement that, so he's never running out of foundations. Uh, his attack lineup lets that game plan continue going by getting free build every single turn. Like Everything you're doing is like free foundations, free cards, back to your hand, uh, minus damage, whatever. Like He's, he's fantastic. Um, if he isn't the best character in the set, when all is said and done, I will be extremely surprised. And he was borderline the only character that I was going to put in my S tier. I think he's that good. He is, he's extremely powerful. What do you think, Matt? Um, I think he's a solid A tier character. Um, I, I think um, that he uh, does exactly those things. I think mean, everything he does is free, even if it is restricted on the number of turns. Um, his kit works really well with him. He also benefits from some of the other characters' kits. Um, you know, we kind of talked about the idea of building the Kirishima uh, like earth build where you just abuse apathetic and you just try to blank all their stuff and you just keep looping and flipping over apathetics using some of the um you know uh Aoyama stuff to unflip it and and I think that li that list seems really fun the question is how does it kill and I think he's a very slow grindy character and being a five hand sizer that's fine but uh, like that's kind of the place all they normally have but I think that's for me what keeps him from being that A tier character is I don't know how he just suddenly ends a game. Like, I think it's going to take multiple, multiple turns. And the longer he gives his opponent to set up, I don't think that's the better for him. You know, and also off of Earth, there's not a lot of good deadlock abilities. There's like two that are probably playable. So I think that hurts, again, his uh, ability to end games. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm right there with Ryan. I have Kirishima in the S tier. And uh, yeah, I, I think his abilities are bonkers. Like Ryan said, he's really not a five hand size character. And especially with the new mulligan rules, uh, if you if your opening hand is, you know, kind of whatever you can, you can kind of structure your opening hand how you want it to be, which makes him that much better. Uh, his ability to just, you know, put cards down. And I'll be honest, I have not played the game since Tekken. So like playing face down, like foundations and stuff was weird. I didn't even realize you could look at the face down foundations when I first started playing him. Uh, once I realized that, it's like, oh my god, he's so much better. Because you're like, oh, alright, it's uh, my turn, I'll build a card. Oh, it's an attack I needed. Cool, I'll play an attack. Uh, I'll give this attack a damage bonus. I'll pick up this other attack I needed for the turn. I play it. <laughs> and I build another card. <laughs> or well, you don't build another card, but his other attacks build cards and so on and so forth. Um, I think he's really... I built him off good in the playtesting we did, because it was really early on in the, the previews, and we didn't have the full Earth set or the full Void set. Um, I, I don't know what he's going to be best off of. I, the good build, I think was, was really good. I hate saying that, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, symbol no, is accurate for once. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. Uh, and I like, I love his set. Like mainly passionate guy is an amazing foundation. That card's insane. That card's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, coordinated effort. Um, I got coordinated efforts deadlock off in a, not in a Kirishima deck. There was an, I don't remember what it was, but it was against, Ryan, I think it was in Midoriya. 
I got the deadlock off, and I just kept yeah. flipping cards back over. It, it's so good. Um, man, yeah, Kirishima's awesome. All right, so yeah, we got a. He is one of the characters I'm most excited to build and try to play. I just yeah. don't like, and I, I just don't think he's S tier. That's just mm-hmm. me. But also, my yeah. S tier is very, very limited. We probably should have qualified what how we drew the lines in the sand, but um, it's okay. Yeah, I think I think everybody has a good idea of what a tier list is going by. Um, yeah. I would also like to reiterate that Kirishima is an absolute chore to kill. Like he, his say, defensive abilities are so insanely strong. And him being able to block any zone all day, like it is a chore to get through and do damage to that guy. Because that was the the game we played. Um, I think I think it was like halfway through the game, you were just like, I can't, I can never hit you. Uh, yeah. Because you're like, oh, I play a high attack. Like, oh, I pick up this one high block, this plus one high block for my staging area, and I block you. And I build a foundation face down. Yeah. Anyways, we'll move on. Uh, I think we said a lot about Kirishima there. Um, yep. Next up in the set is uh, Aizawa, Eraserhead. And since uh, this is Matt's boy, his boy here, right. Matt's going to kick right. us off on this one. Um, so Eraser is the S tier. Um, I, I don't think any character gets close. Like, even for Kirishima. Kirishima doesn't do anything when he gets erased. Um, so for me... Um, the way I built my A tier was who has a chance, um, I think just off the strength of their kit and also off of their abilities so they do get to interact even when they're erased. That's how I think the people are in the upper S tier, sort of like referred to with Kaminari. But yeah, I think Eraser is insane. He gives plus two or minus two speed for free. He has a recurrable plus one mid block with Breaker. Um, he can just decide to, you know, draw two cards off of playing his action. Um, I've even had to play games where I actually use the action to seal something in RFG, which also then just won the game. Like, Eraser's insane. Eraser's insane. His problem is, is doing damage. Um, but, you know, he has some really strong symbols and some really strong attacks in those symbols. So it's just kind of pick your poison there. But, yeah, I mean, I think, I think he is the meta. If your deck can go 50-50 with him, that's what I'm measuring as far as being uh, viable or not. Which, I think all the A tier can go 50-50 with him, though. Yeah, I got I got a racer in my S tier too. Obviously, he was the only other character that uh that came close to getting into my S tier, and he actually got in there. Um, I don't think he's the best character in the set, like you do, but I do think he's S tier, and I don't think it's like a huge gap between him and uh, Red Riot, but I I think they're pretty similar in power level. But yeah, his ability to just like always plus two or minus two speed, just every single attack, actually for free, is a uh, is insane. It's nuts. Uh, when this character got previewed, you and I, Matt, talked about how if the action literally did anything at all, this character was going to be borderline busted. And it, it turns out the, the action is, like, just nuts. The action is yeah. insanely good. So being yeah. able, like, without going into his attack lineup or anything, like, his kit with just him in the race is nuts. It's really good. But I, my only thing that I don't like about Aizawa is his attack lineup is not getting the job done as far as killing people, I don't think. But... The good thing is he doesn't have to play his attacks. He can play other attacks and actually kill people. Because if he was stuck right. in his kit exclusively, uh, he, he wouldn't be killing anyone ever. He would be dead uh, in like five turns, and then he'd just right. be gone. Uh, but yeah, S tier for me, um, super strong. And just to echo what you said, if you can't beat a racer, um, just watch out at tournaments because you you might just get erased all day. Right. I, I also have a racer in my Esther as well. You know, like you guys said, he, he does everything you want him to do. He's he's kind of frail, so you do have to play pretty defensively, I feel like. Uh, and like you said, his attacks aren't great, but he has 
death, so he has access to all of Bakugo's and Shigaraki's attacks, so he's fine there. Um, I still <laughs> We've talked about this a bunch. I still don't understand how Erase just discards itself from the card pool to go right back into your hand. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I'm so hey, jealous. You discard yeah. for free. Yeah, exactly. It just, it's just there. You just get to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's good, man. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, yeah. That I boy mean, real good. Yeah, that boy real and, good. And keep in mind, there's no diversity in my hero, so there's nothing stopping you know, like the entire top cuts from just being all of one character. So like, if it, it, and that's that's the thing that's interesting from a design standpoint now. It's like that's something that I think Jessica's done a really good job with with this set. Also, is that a lot of the characters we're talking about a very small gap between these guys. Like to y'all's point, a race is real frail. He might just die. You know, and and that's also thematically appropriate for the character um, if you've ever watched the anime. So. <laughs> All right, yeah. So that's a consensus S tier on a racer. That's our our first consensus S tier character, and I think it's warranted. Um, okay, consensus A tier character also Kaminari, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so our next character up is going to be Tokiyami. Um, I guess I'll I'll read things off on this one since I've actually played him a little bit. So Tokiyami is, I think he's really good. I think he's he's A plus tier for me. He's not quite S tier, I don't think. Um, and this might just be personal bias from playing him and him like seeing what he can do, but um, he has like a he he's a combo character. He is like one of the only combo characters in the set. I mean, I guess you could argue that like Momo is a combo character trying to put all her pieces together, but Tokiyami is like an actual combo character, and he is extremely consistent in getting those pieces to just go off. Uh, his ability... Oh, go ahead, John. I was just say, just real quick, when, when he says combo, he's also not referring to the combo portion of UFS. He's referring to like a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Parts together, not, yeah, not yeah, actual yeah. combo abilities. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I probably should have clarified that since combo is a keyword. Yeah, so he's wanting to get all the pieces, play the pieces, and just murder you. Um, and he's like, he's extremely consistent in doing that. His character ability to like uh, discard the top five every turn and pull back a uh, Summon Dark Shadow from your discard pile is great. Like, you can always get those cards back into your hand. It's good for pulling back blocks, just like it's good in uh, Aizawa to pull back blocks with a race. You can kind of do the same thing with Tokiyami to pull back your Summon Dark Shadows every turn, hold on to them to block or set them up for the kill. Um, he works really good with the range kit uh, off of Fire from Todoroki, uh, just for always having cards in your hand to keep going. Um... And his, I mean, he's got a free enhance for plus one or minus one damage, playable only while committed. Uh, I mean, it's not the most powerful thing in the world, but it's an actual free enhance for free damage. So he's just like adding on stats, adding on stats. Uh, and his attack kit actually works really well to continue setting up his plan to like pull those actions back to your card pool and keep drawing cards and stuff just to keep the barrage going. So I got him in an A plus tier. I think he's a really fun character. Uh, another uh, home run on the theme with this guy. He feels really good to play. Um, I think he could move through the tier. I think he could move through the tier list more than anyone on my tier list. Like he might end up not being good, um, but he could also yeah. end up being S tier. I think. Like, I mean, it just depends on how everything shakes out. John, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. So this is probably, <laughs> I guess, my my hottest take is that I have Tokiyami in my S tier. He's my final S tier character. Oh, okay. Um, just because. Uh, because of how they changed the mulligan rules and of how many cards you see in this game, um, being a combo character is a lot easier, and his enhance just helps you that much more. Uh, I have played against him. I haven't played as him, and I know Matt's played against him as well, I believe, as uh, you guys did some eraser Tokiyami matchups. 
Um, and he just is like a bonkers aggro combo character. And like, you just keep thinking, oh, he's going to he's going to have to stop at some point. And then he plays like another summon Dark Shadow. And you're like, oh, OK, <laughs> yeah, his yeah. next deck's going to go off. And he's already you because you obviously you lead with summon Dark Shadow and then you lead with his ultra rare. Uh, and the actions in your card pile just don't matter. Your card pool just don't matter. And he's just doing tons and tons of damage. Um, obviously, he is, if you're piloting, you do have to be, kind of be conscious of, am I going to be able to kill them this turn? Because if I can't, I can't just leave myself wide open because doesn't, he doesn't only have 20 health, so he's pretty killable. Uh, I, I think he is going to be, in the right hands, I think he's going to be an incredibly consistent killing machine. Um. Yeah, so I put him in my A tier, um, just like Ryan, but I do think he's upper A tier. Um, for me, this character, um, he just, like, you guys have talked about he's a combo character, and you're not wrong. Like, he is. Clearly, his ability pulls back his, his Summon Dark Shadow, and he wants to play that in combo. I don't think he even needs it. Like, yeah, it helps. It makes him, like, a pseudo nine-hander if he's able to do it on his turn and their turn. Um, but his attack lineup by itself, he just throws out so much damage. Like, I feel like when you get multiple Summon Dark Shadows, like, you could hit one and be ready to go. If you hit multiple, it's just a win harder kind of button. Um, and I think that, you know, his plus one or minus one while committed, every time he gets to minus one your attack, that's effective health that he's gaining. Um, mm -hmm. And it's free. Um, every time he gets to do the free plus one, he's just getting you that much closer to dead. So <clears throat> I agree. I think that how, if he moves up to S tier, which he might be able to, because I think even in the Eraser matchup, he can just, he's like, all right, I don't have my abilities, whatever. I'm just going to overwhelm you with quality attacks. Yeah. And that's, that was basically what happened in some of our games. And um, yeah, I think that, I think that he has that potential. Um, like I said, upper, upper A tier for sure. Yeah. Um, so he's a, we got him AAS there. So I think that's a pretty, pretty good spot for him. Um, let's see here. My next character on the list here is Saro. Um, John, what you think about Sarah? Uh, I like Sarah. I've got him in my A tier. He's he's interesting. Uh, he's got some good stats. Uh, his response, his free response, just after your attacks partially blocked, draw two cards. That's actually bonkers. Uh, I it, yeah, it's crazy. And he has a he, he also another character with a free enhance. Any character that has a free enhance, I'm gonna gravitate towards because that's really great. Uh, it changes the zone of your attack. His attack lineup is. Surprisingly good. He's got a lot of mid attacks, but again, that doesn't matter because they're not really mid attacks. Um, and he has a, an incredible response for the once per game. Do you get to look at your opponent's hand and pick a card and they discard it? Like, you know, sure, you're only discarding one card, but on your turn kill, you're like, all right, you tried to block one of my attacks. Let me see your hand. I see what blocks you have. I know what zones I need to throw. And you're dead. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, John. I got him in the A tier, and like just talking about that uh that once per game response, um it can like so number one it it can win you the game in the right situations, but I think in the worst case scenario it saves you from losing, and mm -hmm. it lets you know on your next turn, hey, I'm gonna put all my stuff to this zone, and every time they block me, it's gonna be a half block, and I'm just gonna keep drawing cards, and I'm gonna like set up my defenses again. So I mean, in the right situation, it literally sets you up just to kill them just by like putting chip damage in over and over and over and in your worst case it's saving you from dying i think and uh it's letting you draw a bunch of cards on your next turn uh his free enhance awesome like being able to put things to any zone you want is good um while i don't think that's game breaking because there's not a lot of get getting to see your opponent's hand to get knowledge on where you're going 
Um, if you know like what's in their deck, you can still play around it and and get some damage through that way. And um, his I, I'm, I agree with you. I think his attack lineup and his kit are pretty cool. I think they fit in what he wants to do. Uh, we haven't got to play with him much, uh, so I don't I don't know where he's gonna land in the end. Um, but yeah, I got him at A tier, and uh, I think that's probably where he'll he'll settle in. Yeah, um, I put him in my A tier as well. Um, I think the partial block. Here's the thing, like, yeah, he can change zones and he can for free, which is also very good. Um, and he can make his opponent have to make tough decisions as far as like, do I play this worst block and completely block something just to keep him from drawing cards? Do I not block it at all and take the full damage? I can only do that so many times. Or do I partial and let him draw two cards and become an eight hand sizer? None of those are great options, you know. <laughs> like, um, yeah. And, and being able to completely block all of his stuff consistently is going to be very difficult. Uh, I mean, like, your best bet is hold on to a block of each zone if you can and go into his turn and be like, all right, well, I'm going to make him try to just guess which zone, which block zones I have. And hopefully it's, it's this crazy guessing game between both of the players. Um, again, I hate once per turn abilities from a design standpoint. Like, I just feel like I don't get enough out of them. But he has two other abilities you're using. Yeah, once per game. Sorry, I said once per turn, didn't I? Yeah, once per game. Um he, but he has two other abilities you're using every attack, like, all the time, and he's, I think he's very good. Um, I think that his kit's pretty good. Um, I wasn't, like, blown away by it, but there's a couple of cards that interact really nicely with him. Um, you know, like, his four difficulty attack that he can make it so you can't block mid, and then he just yes. makes it a mid. So your options yeah. are to take all the damage or give me two cards. Yeah, that card he's was good. MVP, the little bit we played <laughs> with it. Yeah, yeah, card seems real good. So, yeah, solid A tier. Could move up or down a little bit, but I don't yeah. know. I think, in general, I think he's good. Yeah, I would also just like to reiterate that his top response is uh, playable any number of times per turn. So, uh, mm-hmm. shit, just draw them all, man. Just draw everything. <laughs> right. Um, right. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, exactly. Like, he becomes an eight-hander immediately if you partial block once. Yep. If you do it again, he had he saw ten cards. Like, yeah. Okay. That's, and then, that's like, pretty unfortunate even, for you. Even if he's not going to, like, kill you in one turn just by, like, getting that hand knowledge and then swinging mm-hmm. back on you. Uh, he's going to end up with a bunch of cards in his hand, and you're probably not killing him on your next turn. All right. All right. Uh, next up, it is Matt's boy once again, Izuku Midoriya. So, uh, Matt, what do you think about Midoriya in this set? All right. So much like All Might, I want to like Midoriya so badly. I even wrote that article about Midoriya, and I think that he really has improved from his original version, and I like the design of him. But when you compare him to all the rest of the characters in this set, he is a solid B-tier character to me. Like, I don't think he's the worst. Um, He might just randomly explode and kill somebody. Like, if he catches someone off guard, they don't have the right block zone, boom, 10 more damage. There's attacks coming across for 15. GG. But they got to walk into that. Um, The guessing game for the zones, you know, we've kind of discussed this as a group. You know, as far as, like, well, do you actually try to just make the reads and guess exactly the right zone? Or do you just look at their attack lineup and you're like, well, their low attacks are the ones that kill me. I'm just going to always name low, so that way they have to they have to play more attacks to kill me. They can't get that that really big finisher or whatever it may be. Um, I don't know what will end up being better for him, but either way, that doesn't seem like a great option. Like, he has to guess correctly to get minus three speed, which is a lot. I was always just does that for free. Minus two for free on everything. Or plus two. Yeah. So... Um, solid beats here to me. I, I, I want him to be better. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I got him, like, the lower end of my B tier. I don't think he's solid B tier. He's, like, a lower end approaching C tier. And I think it's <laughs> extremely ironic that the character in the show 
that wants to read other people's movements and react based on it is the most predictable character in the set where he's like, oh yeah, I want to commit and put 15 damage, or once per turn, put 15 damage on you or whatever. Right, just just like, add that 10, yeah. I'm looking at you. I know what you want to do and I'm just going to sit here and not like get hit by that. So I think that's extremely funny to me that he's the most predictable character in the set. Um, it's it's a huge damage pump. I think against good players, it's never going to hit them. And if it does, like you were already going to win the game. Uh, they probably overcommitted trying to kill you, checked bad, failed, and like got set up to get hit on a backswing. Um, some, some bad luck occurred at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I think there are options here. I do think you could move up in the tier to be upper B tier. Because um, I think whoever's playing the character, like whoever's piloting the deck is extremely important. Uh, but I, I just don't see him breaking into like the, the A tier to S tier uh, at all. I just don't think he has that in his kit to do. It is worth stating, they have already said, Azuka Midoriya will get a character version every set. So it doesn't really surprise me. Like, it kind of makes sense if he's kind of lower tier right now compared to everyone else, because when he starts off, he is. Just thematically appropriate. We'll see how that moves forward, though. Sorry, John, go ahead. No, that's fine. I, I also have him in my, in my B tier, and I really don't have much else to add. I, I built the Midoriya deck the other night. It was just kind of like, all right, I guess I'm going to try to throw some punches. That's right. pretty much what my foundations do. Um, Obviously, I think we'll see a version of him centered around kicks because that's what he switches to later in the show. Um, but yeah, like you said, his, his free enhance, it's it's neat. If you guess correctly, if you know, if you're kind of paying attention to what they're throwing or you're like, oh, my opponent's playing a punch deck and they have access to Texas Smash. I'm probably just going to keep naming high until Texas Smash shows up so I can block that because it's going to hurt really bad. Um, but yeah, it's I, ironically, I do like his attack lineup a lot. Uh, like. Setup Strike is awesome. I love that card. Uh, Future Charge is pretty good. You know, you're drawing cards. Reverse Throw is a punch and a throw. That's never bad. Um, but I just, I don't think he's doing enough to really compete with the other characters right now. You bring up a good point about his attack kit being really good because I think the the power of his punches are going to be seen through the format until the set rotates out. Because like anyone playing a punch deck is going to be playing Midoriya's cards. Because he does have a really good punch kit. He just doesn't do anything strike, with it. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, Tap all your things. No, yeah, that card's good. Like, and he has like a lot of variety in his punches. He has punches that like tap things down, like you just said. He's got punches that draw cards. He's got punches that just get live on you. Um, he just doesn't do anything with his own kit. Is the thing that's my biggest problem with him. Yeah, yeah. and he's also locked in. Like, like a lot of these characters are designed and locked into a certain keyword, which can be fine in some situations. And Midoriya's, it ended up not being so okay. I think it kind of restricts him a little too much. Yeah. Yep. All right. I know uh, we just let Matt kick us off on Midoriya, but I'm also going to let Matt kick us off on Bakugo because that yeah. is Matt's, <laughs> as it turns out, all of Matt's favorite characters are the three main characters of the show. So who would Bakugo. have thought that? That's so crazy. Bakugo um, coming in on you. Yeah. Um, so I think Bakugo is very good. Um, I've loved this character design since we saw him in the demo decks. I have him in my upper A tier. Um, I think. Like I was saying, he actually gets to do stuff against Iwazawa. Like, Iwazawa can blank him, and sure, I can't destroy my foundations for damage, but I still get to clear my attacks um, after they resolve, because at, at that point, a race is already resolved as well. And I think that's still very good. So he's like, hey, I'm going to break or block you. You're like, cool, I'm going to discard this card, and I don't have to feel that progressive anyway. So we're calling it even. Um, his attack hits insane. He does so much damage, which is great thematically. Um, he has strong symbols. I think his weakest symbol is air. Um, air doesn't seem to really fit with what he wants to do very well, but you could probably even still build off of that because, I mean, his his kit's just crazy. It's so good. Um, 
So yeah, I am. Um, I'm, I'm big on Bakugo. Easily one of the other decks that I'm very excited to build. You know, kind of like Kirishima. Like I want to really explore this character and, and see what they can do. Yeah, I've got him in my uh, upper A tier as well. I like you said, just a free response to clear your card pool on an aggro character. Yeah, man, like give me give me that all day. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and his you know his his enhanced to destroy foundations to give uh, extra damage. It's like ah, I don't necessarily want to destroy my foundations, but his other like. Some of his foundations say, hey, after I'm destroyed, you get an extra boost or you opponent takes extra damage or something. It's it's just it's really good. Um, his his attack lineup, like you said, like, I don't know that he really has a attack that I wouldn't want to play in those symbols. Right. Like, uh, then that's kind of my only beef with Bakugo is like, man, I want to play all these attacks. Uh, but <laughs> I got to attacks in a deck. Yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. Now nah, he's he's really good. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. He's in my A tier. I don't know where he falls in my A tier. Like, I like him. He's a great pure aggro character. Um, I think once people get used to playing against him, he could fluctuate some in the A tier. But I think he's still just going to fall in the A tier. I don't think he's going to be any worse than A tier in the set. And much like I said with Midoriya, um, his attack kit, uh, Bakugo's attack kit, is very, very good. Um, he's got attacks that I think, just like Midoriya, people are going to be playing until the set rotates out of the My Hero uh, standard, whatever that ends up being. Uh, they're very well statted. They come in hard. They just straight up murder you. Uh, he His attacks let people like uh, Eraser actually kill people. Um, and yeah, I mean, I got nothing bad to say about this character. I wish he was a seven-hander. Um, I, I think oh that God, would be I, that. I think that would be more like thematically appropriate for him. He's like a quick just attack banger. I think he would make more sense as a seven-hander. But yeah, like a 720 or something like that? Yeah, 719. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, he's a great character. I got no complaints about him. Solid A tier. And I think that's a consensus A tier on Bakugo. It is. I would say if I was going to criticize this character is that he has no defensive game plan. So like if you play this character, you need to understand you are racing them to zero. Like there is no, hey, in my symbols, I can just build up and play really defensively and survive some turns. No, you have to kill them before they kill you or you will just lose, which is also fine from a design standpoint for Bakugo. But people should be aware of that. Yeah. All right. So A tier Bakugo in the books. Jiro uh, is coming up next. John, what's what's your thoughts on Jiro? I I have played some Jiro. I really like Jiro. I have her in my A tier. I considered flipping her and Tokiyami between my S tier. Um, I I don't know. She she's really good, man. Free two free responses to add speed or damage to pretty much all her attacks should be all of her attacks in your deck. Um, if that's not the case, I it'd have to be like a special exception to not play an attack that doesn't fit into that weapon or charge category. And her free enhance to look at cards on the top of your decks every turn and switch them around. And it's not even just you don't have to choose your deck or your opponent's deck. It's just both of them. It's just awesome. Yeah, man, I, I've uh, built her off of a, a good build with using some of Momo stuff and. I, I really like her. I think she's kind of wonky. She takes some getting used to to kind of figure out when to best use her ability because you're like, oh, I'm going to use her ability right now. And then your opponent's like, well, I do this thing to discard the top cards off of my deck or I draw some cards or something. And you're like, oh, well, that felt bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've got her. I've got her solidly in the A tier and I'm interested to see where she's going to go throughout the, the season and see how she uh, she does. Yeah, I, I also have her in my A tier and just going off what you were just saying about her having to play around card draw. I think that's one reason she's probably not S tier because there is a lot of card draw in the set that you can use just at any time. Um, 
that is a really strong ability. And, you know, if you're playing against someone who doesn't have card draw, you can really go into a turn with a lot of knowledge and know whether or not you're going to get the kill pretty much. That on top of her ultra rare that lets you pull any cards out of their discard and throw it on top of their deck. Um, you can really set them up for a really bad turn of checks. Uh, her Both of her responses being free and just giving you plus speed or plus damage. Fantastic. I mean, that's what you want out of a aggro character. Um, and I, I like, she actually has a lot of really good defensive pieces in her kit as well. So she doesn't have to just race you to the end. She can give minus speed and block stuff. Um, her foundation lets you like look at the top card of your deck after you check the foundation. It's pretty good. Um, so it, it, she gives you a lot of consistency, even though she's only a six-hander. Um, I don't think you're going to run into a lot of turns not knowing how your turn is going to go. Like You're always going to know your checks, or you're going to have something to, to help you out on a turn to get through it. Um, I think she's like she's upper A tier for me. Uh, she could get into the S tier, um, just depending on how the meta shakes out. But I think everyone's going to have all this card draw in their deck, and it's going to be hard to make her once per turn enhance just really like punish someone. And it's probably going to be best used as an offensive ability rather than a defensive ability uh, because there's more card draw on your own turn stuff for your opponents to use. So they'll be able just to negate that a little more. But yeah, I got her uh, A tier. And I think that's, I think she'll probably stay there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think Jero is very good also. Um, I put her in my A tier, um, upper A tier, because she's on the short list of characters who can still use their abilities even when Eraser is going off, right? So, like, she can still respond and she can add speed or damage, um, potentially both, depending on the attack. Um, and I think to me, that's what is holding her back is the fact that. Yeah, all of her attacks trigger at least one of her responses, but there's only two attacks in the entire set that trigger both of her responses. One in her set, and I think one in uh, Odoraka's. Um, so, knowing that she's kind of predictable in that way, what she's going to play. Um, because the weapon lineup is not very expansive compared to like the charge lineup. There's a lot more charge attacks she has access to. Um, I think her once per turn enhance is very good. Um, I think that you guys made a valid point as far as just the amount of card draw or top deck um, manipulation that your opponent may be able to interact with, you know, whether that's like them putting a card, like there's the foundation that you can just like add it or add it to the top of your deck or the all might foundation that you flip it and you add a momentum to the top of your deck. Like there's, there's things you can do to kind of counter it. Um, but she also has some really cool stuff. Like her kit's just really interesting. And I think Jiro is not a face role character. Like she's not directly strong enough that anyone can just pick her up and play it and be like, oh, I'm just going to win games. But you know, once you really spend some time with her, you figure out what the list is, and you figure out how to play her in the matchups. I think she's very good, um, and she's going to be a problem for a handful of things because she just gets better the longer her turn goes on, and she can kind of ensure that. So, yeah, I mean, I think she has a lot of potential moving forward as well. Like anytime there's a new weapon or charge attack, or weapon or charge attack, you just look at this character again. You're like, well, maybe now's her time. You know. Yeah, I think Very good I think her calling might be uh, just being the like the seven hand size mm -hmm. buster. Like anyone playing a seven hander, just watch out because she's putting a lot of stats on everything, and it's coming yeah. in hot. Yeah. So uh, I think we all had her in the upper A tier there. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, so next up, we have everyone's least favorite character in the set, <laughs> Minoru Mineta. Just oh my god, the worst character ever made. All right, I'll start this one off. The troll. I would just like to take a, take a minute to say that I hate Jasco Games for making this character good. This character is actually pretty good. I have this character in my A tier, and I don't want to like this character. This character just does a lot of good stuff, man. 
Um, like you don't want to like him because you don't care for the character himself in the anime, right? That's what you don't. Why you don't want to like him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I you don't just have a grudge against the color purple or something. No, I just can't. You know. Uh. Yeah. 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 It's it's because he's just a terrible human being. Okay. I just want to um, make sure. <laughs> but uh, I mean, his response to to you know, uh, make your rival commit a foundation. Really good. Really annoying to play against, actually. Um, if there's a card in your opponent's card pool, your tag is plus two damage. You're always going to have a card in your opponent's card pool. Um, either they're blocking your stuff, or you're going to use like sticky balls to put something up there. <laughs> See, this is why we can't take this character serious, John. You're laughing at me calling it sticky balls. It's terrible. He's and then um, of a twelve year old. And then returning yeah. stuff back to its printed speed and not being able to get speed bonuses from there. It's really strong abilities. Uh, some of the stuff does get shut down by Eraser. I think that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons I have Mineta on the lower end of my ATU. Just because Eraser does hurt this character quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I think also Mineta, along with pretty much every character with... Uh, I think all of his symbols... I think it's going to be hard to kill people. Uh, I just mm -hmm. don't know what your kill condition is going to be in any of those symbols. Like, playing him off order... Yeah, you can stun their board out. You can make them have a really bad time playing against you. But at the end of the day, like you still are not being able to get damage through because your attacks are really slow. I think Mineta does a little better because he card pool clogs some as part of his kit. And that's his way to like add speed to stuff in a weird way. But um, yeah, A tier, I don't think he has any chance of being S tier. And he, I have him on like squarely towards the bottom of my A tier. But I do think he is A tier. He's a good character. Uh, yeah, I have him in my A tier as well. We did some testing with him the other night. I built him off of water, I believe, and it was he, he was he was good. Like that that response is just as good as you think it's going to be. Um, his enhances are are really good, uh, and of course, like Ryan said, sticky balls. I hate the name, but I love the card. Uh, it's so it's so good. Uh, classmate introductions is really solid like that's a really good card i think it's gonna but any of those symbols i think you're gonna probably play that card um his attack lineup is really good too uh it's i don't know if he has enough to push him over that he's going to be consistent in killing your opponent especially if you're playing against like kirishima i'm not really sure how he's gonna do enough damage to kill kirishima maybe it's just i mean his he does have an attack that has the highest printed damage base in the set so there's something to be said for that. Um, that being said, I don't know how good that attack is overall. Uh, it's got pretty low speed, and it's a uh, mid-attack. Um, I guess you could play some Sero stuff to mess around with the uh, zones of it. That might be pretty good. And it does pull back a bunch of other cards. I, I, I have him in my, in my A tier. Um, like Ryan said, I don't think he really has much of a chance of going above that. But hey, could be wrong. Yeah, um, so he's one of those characters that I put in the A tier as well. Um, to Ryan's point, he doesn't do anything against Eraser, so he's kind of lower A tier to me. Um, and the upper A tier were those characters that we talked about so far that do think do still interact with him. Um, I I love the design of this character, like the bleed for one to commit their things simulates him throwing and like bleeding literally, you know, to to apply you know um, his his uh, sticky balls to things to keep them from you know being able to move around and all. That's really cool. Like I'm, I'm glad they, they. I feel like they hit a, a did a good job and hit this on the head with the design. Um, I haven't played the character, I haven't played against the character yet. But to y'all's point of like him struggling to do damage, I think that's just the playstyle of this type of character. Like they, they intentionally designed it. Like he's not supposed to. Um, you know, we were talking about it, and to me, you know, you can play, you know, 
the ultra rare attack and then plus ultra it and it does 16 damage and they're like well I either block it and he gets back all of his copies of you know Ema Sticky Balls or I don't block it and I take 16 damage so like it's just it's kind of a lose-lose for them it's card advantage for him if nothing else um so I don't know like I, I haven't played against him and it, you're kind of to your point like depends how the meta shakes out but in general I think he'll be competitive like you'll see him a lot um he's he's better than he should be like this character is not this good on the t- in in class one A, he's pretty underwhelming. But in the card game, he's looking really good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's guaranteed you're going to see someone at a tournament with a uh, shiny purple sleeves yelling "Eat my sticky balls" at people. Like you're just guaranteed, and that person oh, is going to be me. Play- but I said that player's name is Ryan Craft. <laughs> yeah, he's going to actually just bring grapes with him, and he's just going to pop them the entire time while he's eating. He's like, uh huh, yelling you want grape one? rush the entire time. Uh. Yeah. And that's that's when I'm at the lowest point in my life, and you'll know it. All right, yeah. uh, so solid A tier for uh for Mineta. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Momo. Um, can I, can I lead on Momo? Yeah, I was actually gonna have you lead. Okay. Um, the reason I asked to lead on Momo is because this is the character that I went back and forth on probably the most. I really like the design of this character. She is restricted to you know, foundation or foundations and assets that are weapons as far as triggering her ability, because her abilities are insane. Destroying a foundation to immediately clear something and add plus two or minus two speed is very good and you build it ready. And also being able to remove one to selectively pull back a card is very good. Her stats are painfully average. 626 is like the default baseline where they start with a character. Her symbols are good. They work really well with Jiro's stuff and her stuff. But I got this character in B tier. Like, I just think there's not enough solid weapon stuff for her to really be as good as some of those other characters we just have been talking about that are in the A tier. I think that with a little bit more support, a few more weapon cards, she could get crazy. Like, she could be easy A tier, if not upper A tier. But, like, I put her in the A tier, then I moved her down, then I put her back, and I was like, I just can't convince myself that she's going to be good enough compared to the other characters in the A tier. Yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you. I have her in my B tier. Um, and honestly, I have her in my B tier strictly because I haven't done anything with her. I haven't tested building her. I haven't tested playing her. I haven't played against her. Um, and I, like you said, I like the design of her. Uh, I think she could be extremely powerful. And I, I honestly, like, if if I'm giving you my true thoughts on it, I think she'll probably end up being an A tier character. But I just haven't done anything with her to get, like, a true representation of her. So I put her in my B tier, and shame on me for just not having enough knowledge or have not done enough research on the character to like know where she actually should be. But I, I uh, put her in my B tier, and I don't really have much else to say about her. Yeah, I, I'm right there with Ryan. I have her in my B tier, and with Matt, obviously. But I have her in, in my B tier uh, because I haven't had a chance to mess around with her. Like Matt said, I like the ability. Like She's doing things I like. Her abilities are all cool. Her kit is interesting. I just don't know what it's adding up to winning, how it's going to add up to winning a game is the problem. And that, that really stems from just a lack of playing her and getting in there and testing with her. Um, I like I like good in life. I don't like all so far. Like I'm not sure all is like a really viable symbol. That's kind of a different conversation about symbol viability. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, it's a shame because I love Yaya Rosa. I think she's maybe one of my favorite quirks is just really cool. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm not sure how she's going to get it done. I would love to be proven wrong about her being a B tier character. Uh, right. Uh, her, like, her attacks are neat. Like, the capture 
uh, create capturing net. Just, oh, I'll give this text done too. And then I build a foundation for my card pool face up. Like, that's awesome. I think it's just a better card in like Jiro. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I am. So my thought there, although also with her, to piggyback off what you guys are saying, like, um, all right, so she destroys a foundation, which is going to be a committed one, ideally, to give plus two or minus two speed and build a foundation. Okay, well, even if she's not erased and Eraser lets her do that, he just pitches a card to pull it back to negate her ability. Yeah. And, and it didn't cost him any resources. Like, that, that's where I kind of land on it. I'm like, all right, like, she's not getting anywhere, to your point. Like, how, how, how is this being fruitful enough? So, yeah, it's, she's, come... she's, it's cool design, though. Like, so yeah. cool. And I love that character, too. But it's I feel like with a lot of these characters, it's like if Eraser didn't exist, they would probably <laughs> be much higher. The caveat, yeah. like, well, if but they he don't does, get that so matchup, they're probably really good into some other matchups. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, I think there's a lot of villains in my hero that are like, man, if Eraser didn't exist, I'd be fucking you all up right now. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> Shigaraki definitely thinks that at one point, I assure you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, like, I guess the last thing I'll say on Momo, or uh, Momo, I don't know why I said Momo. Uh, Momo is, uh, it's probably because Nomu's coming up next, and I said Momo. Yeah. But uh, I, I think her ultra rare is really good. Just like chaining mm -hmm. attacks together, uh, ignoring she, it ignores progressive, right? If you meet the combo, mm -hmm. your next two, yeah, the next two, the next two weapons, play, ignore, yeah. ignore progressive. So like, so that's obviously her kill weapons. condition. She is hard yeah. locked into weapons. Now I think that's obviously her kill condition. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't know how good the weapons are in this set. I, I mean, that's... I feel like you, you kind of have to play her off life, maybe, so you can smash people with home run comet. Yeah, possibly. Right? I mean, that went I, don't know. I mean, you can. You can go and ideally like you combo and then you, you play a second copy of that as your second weapon card, right? Like that's what you want to do. But to do that, you have to pull some things down. Like it still requires some execution and some luck. Yeah. And you got to find um, some card draw. So. And her attacks are all mid. Oh, she has one low attack, but yeah. both her other attacks are mids, which is right. not ideal. Yeah, I think so. we're all hoping she like levels up into the A tier. But yeah, that's like right. a consensus. Never wanted to be wrong more in my life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, next up, we got some. Nomu action spoilers. Uh, I'm gonna make Matt go last on this one. John, what do you think about Nomu? Uh, Nomu is my only C tier character. Um, spoilers for the rest of mine. They're gonna be A or B. But uh, <laughs> or I S. just uh, oh I yeah I already sure, said he, he, I, I already said I only had three S tier characters. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, Nomu. I just his enhance is neat, and he's got a lot of high difficulty attacks. Obviously, so maybe he just you know. Grabs you by the dick and punches your whole body off. I don't know. You just don't see it coming, <laughs> and he gets it off. But his his response to commit a foundation, uh, that's really good. But he is only a five hand size character, so you're already limited in the number of foundations you're going to be able to build every turn. And because his attacks have tend to have high difficulty, you're probably going to be tapping your foundations to play your attacks on your turn. Um, uh, he's got. An amazing card in Relentless Barrage. That card's bonkers, especially Ooh, in son. Bakugo. Uh, um, <laughs> don't tell people. This is super secret tech. That's super secret tech. <laughs> uh, apathetic, I think, is a ridiculous foundation. Um, even Super Regeneration. That's really cool, too. I like that card. I like a Very lot of his cards. Card. I just don't know that I like them with Nomo. He's, he's got the most vitality out of any character. He's got ways to gain health. I just don't know that he's really going to kill people very effectively, which is ironic because that's what he was designed to do uh, in the show. He is going to be hard to, to kill. kill one dude very effectively. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it was specifically designed to kill one person. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan? so I, I, I'm right there. 
No, he's also that too. <laughs> I'm right there with you, John. Uh, Nomu is like my only C tier character. He's the only character I have down in the bottom of the barrel. Um, there's a few reasons for that. Number one, he just gets completely 100% shut down by a racer. Uh, he just doesn't do anything. He like actually is a blank character if you're playing against a racer. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, his enhanced to give damage is awesome. Like every attack that's coming in is gonna be doing like nine, ten, eleven, twelve damage, something like that. And if you get hit by those, it's gonna hurt. But I, I mean, he's a five hander in symbols that don't traditionally have a lot of card draw, and I don't necessarily see that changing a ton. I mean, he gets a little bit out of death with uh with Bakugo stuff, I guess. But most of his stuff is even just like discarding it's to draw. Filtering. Yeah, you're yeah. So um, he's he's not. I mean, he's he's throwing big attacks at you, sure. But is he hitting you with those attacks? Probably not. He's a five hander. If you're smart, you're gonna block those. I think this character is a new player's uh, a new player magnet. They're gonna be like, oh man, this guy throws like twelve damage attacks over and over, and they're gonna play this character, and they're never gonna hit anyone because they run out of attacks after like two or three, and then they sit there and uh, get beat on a little bit. I will say, I think uh, his response to only to make something do six damage as, as the lowest is an awesome defensive ability. I think it's probably better as a defensive ability than an offensive ability because you're gonna have to hit him with six attacks to kill him. Six attacks that do at least six damage. Um, and that might be a chore while he's blocking. That that could be his saving grace as being just super tanky. But I don't think it's enough. Uh, his cards are better off in other characters. Relentless Barrage is better in Bakugo. Um, and a lot of his other All stuff... All the tech. <laughs> yeah. A lot of his other stuff... I, I just don't... I don't know. I don't think any of his stuff is best in him. And that's just because I think he's the weakest character. But I don't know. Okay. Maybe Matt has a different view on this character. Um, no, no, no. This character is trash. Um, he is hot trash. Um, he is as much hot trash as the one character he was designed to kill. He and All Might are the C tier. Um, they get to keep each other company there. Um, he is a great counter design wise to All Might, right? All Might's like, I'm gonna punch you really hard. I'm gonna add a bunch of damage. He's like, I'm gonna take six and then I'm gonna regenerate three. Wanna do it again? Like, sure. But, um, yeah, he's just not good. Um, like, his uh, damage pump, Ryan and I were talking about the other day, and we were talking about it, and I was like, yeah, like, the idea here is, like, he's he's adding six or five damage to something, so it's, like, two attacks in one, and then you just block it, and you two-for-one yourself, you know? <laughs> like, that's awful. Um, he goes, and he response commits to reduce something down to six. Okay, that's cool. He can do that exactly five times without any other things in the in play. You know, if he gains life, clearly that changes, but... Okay, like that doesn't make up for being a five-hander. He has no card draw. Um, he doesn't have access to card draw in his support. Like, I, his cards are good. Like, it's just not his character card. Like, I, I think thematically, it would have been cooler if his response triggered like after an attack to have him gain life back after an attack resolves or something to where it basically makes it so it only did six. Because then it would also um, work around erase. Which is, if you watch the anime, I mean, Nomu destroys Eraser. Like, literally um, almost kills him. And, you know, he can't erase multiple quirks. So, um, it kind of makes sense. But, that's not what they did. This is what we got. And, uh, yeah. If if you can figure out a way to make this character not hot garbage, um, let me know. But, I'm standing by it. This guy's one of the worst characters in the set. Yeah, I think he's the worst character in the set. Yeah, and as you guys said, Relentless Barrage is really good in Bakugo. 
Um, so I am real hyped to do that to people. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, consensus C tier, consensus bottom of the barrel character from all of us, which is unfortunate. Um, he, since he is one of the few villains in the set, it, it sucks that he's on the weaker side. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we got Uraraka. He was genetically engineered to be trash. He was genetically engineered to be <laughs> another C-tier character, so that's why he's C-tier, yeah. according to Matt. Um, so next up, yeah, Uraraka. Um, I got Uraraka in my B-tier, and I'm. this is another shame for me because I have her in my B-tier because I haven't played her, haven't done anything with her. She's right there with Momo for me. That being said, I do think she is pretty good. I think she can move up to being an A-tier character. She's got a card pool clearing ability. Um, she's got uh speed pump on her character. Uh, it does commit to do that, but that commit lets you loop an attack back to your hand. I think that's really strong. Uh, she's got she's got a really good attack kit, I think. Um, and attacks that you want to loop and play over and over. Um, I think she kind of suffers from what we've said about other characters, where some of these attacks you want to loop, you just want to do it in different characters. Like she's probably not the best at doing what you want to do, but um. Yeah, I got her. I got her in my B tier with probably a decent chance of moving up to the A tier once I get some games in with her. Yeah, John, you want to go ahead and go? Yeah, sure. I've got her in my B tier as well, and I, much like Ryan, it's because I haven't played with her. Um, I I like Home Run Comet. I think that card's awesome, but I think it's kind of better in a lot of other characters. Um, she's feels like kind of like a combo character where you're like playing an attack and then I put up my momentum and I pull it back and I'm looping cards and it's kind of like again with Momo it's like that's really cool how is it going to win you the game um and if it's like well I just loop a bunch of stuff into my momentum and they can't block an attack I play a home run comet and it gets powerful seven and I you know discard four momentum all right well that's cool but it's kind of like a pie in the sky scenario I don't see that happening consistently um so I, I think she's going to take some testing. I think she can move up. Uh, her her response is awesome. That's a really cool response. This once per turn. I hate that her enhance commits her to do it. Uh, obviously, you don't want it to be like a free enhance, but even if the enhance is only like once per turn or something, yeah. I, I think I think it, committing her is just just it just sucks. So yeah. that's why I've got it's her a real picture. cost for sure. Yep. Um, were you done? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm done. Okay, um, I'm done yeah, I have her. Have her solidly in the B tier as well. She's hanging out there with her boy Midoriya. You know, she's like, "Yo, what's up, man? We're gonna become buddies." Um, <laughs> and well, I haven't done any testing necessarily with her, um, so like, I'm I'm not gonna even say that that's why I think she's B tier. Um, I haven't tested her because I don't think she's good. Um, like even in a vacuum without testing, and, and she shares two symbols with Kaminari. He he just seems better and more efficient. Like he's just gonna win games quicker. Um, and they play their support plays really nicely together. But I even had her in my B tier before I saw him because she commits, she can loop stuff. That's really cool. Um, and this is kind of like Momo. I'd love to be wrong, but I just don't think that she ends up being that competitive. Is she bad? No, no. I think she trashes Nomu all day. Um, but you know, like I don't think that she's gonna sit here and really run the game on a larger segment of the um the characters in this set like i think she's probably mid to lower b tier all right so next character up uh, after uraraka is gonna be uh shoto todoroki um john you want to lead us off on this one 
Uh, sure. Todoroki holds a special spot in my tier as the only seven hand size character in my B tier. Uh, or, yeah, that's right. Um, I feel like he's another one of those characters that we've talked about where his kit is just kind of better in other characters. Um, I don't like his the enhanced commit one. Uh, commit one to give plus one for every two range whatever like that that's a pretty strong ability and for like for to a, a commit a foundation you want it in a seven hand size character because they're going to be spamming more foundations just you know uh with more cards in their hand his response to commit to you know to negate in a an enhance is awesome but it's a non-character card enhance and i feel like that's really limited for it to commit him to have to pay that cost. I feel like maybe you should be able to get a character enhance with so many free character enhances there are. I I, I feel like that would maybe would have been okay. Um I I feel like he could probably push up there into maybe an A tier, but as we've talked about like his his ranged kit is just better in other characters. It seems like uh, like with Tokiyami, you like you play him off fire and you're like, "Oh, I'm definitely going to play these uh these cards, and I feel like even when I played Mineta with Water, I used Todoroki's attacks, and they worked really well with him. You've got uh, Irresistible or Irrefutable Force of Nature. That card's awesome. It seals so many cards in this set that, that are really awesome. You can also just, you know, remove it to, to seal anything. That's really cool. Um, precise Control, a, a breaker block that you can pull back to your hand at any point. That's awesome. I just, I don't know. I'm not sure he's getting it done. Yeah, um, so I, I didn't think about it until you said that, John, but he is also the only seven-hander in my B tier, I believe. Um, yeah, so um, I'm going to set Matt up for this, and I'll go ahead and mention it now so we can knock it down later, but I think this is like one of the only characters in the set that fails on the theme. Um, like You can argue that canceling an ability by freezing them is like the theme they're going for here. But I just don't think they nailed the theme. That's not going to impact my uh, my tier of the guy because like that's not what we're doing here. Sure. But like I think they, I think uh, I don't. I'm not going to say they dropped the ball on the theme here, but I, it's not what I would have done. I guess um, I think there's more obvious avenues for it. But um, just judging his power level, um, his his enhance to give plus damage for the number of ranged attacks in your discard pile could be really good. He just doesn't do enough to enable his own game plan. Uh, his response only discarding three cards off the deck is just not enough. I mean, if this is what you want the kit to be, I think you should be discarding. He should be doing uh, Tokiyami levels of discard and discarding at least five, because um, they're both essentially once per turn abilities. Let him discard five to negate and enhance. Um, he does have attacks that support the ability to get this damage, but even those are only discarding like one or two or three. I think is the most on one. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's in my B tier just cause I, I just don't think he does enough. I don't think he's strong enough. I mean, being able to negate like a powerful enhance or being able to negate a multiple if they ever put those in my hero or being able to like stop a card draw. Sure. That's great. It's good. Puts three cards in your discard pile. It might give you some extra damage on your text down the line, but I just, I don't know. I don't think he's good enough. I don't, I do not foresee him coming out of the B tier at all. I think he's solidly in the B tier. Yeah, so this is the first character where, like, everyone, I think, has a very um, consistent opinion, but also um, a very long-winded explanation as to why, because we wanted <laughs> him to be good, right? Like, um, yeah. but he's not. He's not good. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so there's a whole whole slew of things, and we can talk about the design thing in just a moment, um, but the response commit, discard three. Okay, if, if I'm going to have to commit for that, 
I don't mind it not being a character ability because then they they want people to play their characters, but then they made a racer, so I don't really know what's going on with that. Um, but <laughs> you know, like if he if he taps for it, why is his damage pump not playable while committed or um, only playable mm-hmm. while committed or something to encourage you to do those things? Um, he's just too slow. Like he he has to see so many ranged attacks. Like you see four. So unless you're me and you check every attack turn one, then this character is never going to do more than like committing a foundation to add two damage no thanks i got other foundations that i'd pay one life to do that you know like it's just he's not good um he he's solid i'd put i put him near the bottom of my b tier like i i i think uraraka may take him to task you know what i'm saying like um it's just he's not good um and to ryan's point thematically i kept hoping the whole time they were going to introduce the freeze mechanic which is something from universes if you don't know what i'm talking about don't worry about it but this dude literally only uses his ice powers in season one half his body is covered in ice and they didn't embrace the freeze mechanic for him i don't get it like it's just it was like a it was like a layup and they're like nah bump that shoot the three you know and then they <laughs> miss the three and it's like we lose the game i don't know like this they character turned into ben simmons yeah like this yeah. character <laughs> this character is is like a fan favorite and he's probably going to have awesome version next next set you know what i'm saying like when he starts using some fire and other things like that but Man, I, I want to be wrong, but I think this character is really bad. Yeah, and I mean, uh, so like, if you can come up with better a way to Nomu. survive, better than Nomu, yes, better than Nomu, like, but if you can come up with a way to survive with this character into a late portion of the game, he's a seven twenty. But if you can survive until like turn four or turn five, you may just be able to commit a foundation to give all your attacks like plus six damage, and that'd be dope. But sure. how are you, how yeah, are you surviving? Late. Yeah, yeah if, if you're surviving to that, but I don't think his character even allows you that option. Like being a 720. Well, you have yeah. to commit your foundations to push your offense through, or you have to commit yourself to negate their one thing that might have killed you. Also, yeah. if the game goes too long, you're going to cycle your deck and your discard pile is gone. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then you hit the hard reset. Yeah. It's just ah, so many things. So, yeah. Um, I wish this character was good, but yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's a, a three man B tier consensus there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next character up after we we got done talking sadly about Todoroki is a uh, Ida. Cool. Um. Ooh, Ida. I know Matt. You got a lot of thoughts about Ida. How about you kick us off on this one? Yeah. Um. I think Ida's very good. I think Ida is real good. Um. Like upper A tier. Uh, a few reasons. One, he still gets to do his game plan regardless of who he's playing. He sits down from a racer. He's like, you got a racing, bro? That's cool. I already did my ability anyway. Um, and his ability is, are really good. Stealing the first enhance, very good. Um, offensively and defensively. He already gets it offensively, but you know what I'm saying. Um, his once per turn, plus three or minus three speed for free. I'm looking at you, Midoriya. I do what you do once per turn, but I guarantee it, and it's free. Oh, also, if it's my attack, my opponent has to commit more things. So just the character alone is very good. Um, then you add in his kit, and his kit's insane. His foundation, uh, Fulfill My Duty, that just aborts an enhanced step. He basically can make any attack flash whenever he wants. It's crazy good. Um, he looks at All Might, he's like, Hey, All Might, I see you got ten cards in your hand. Guess what? This enhanced phase is over. You sad yet? If, I think you're sad, you know? Um, I, I think he does very good uh, upper A tier, almost S tier. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I got Ida in my A tier. Uh, he would be in the upper echelon of my A tier. Um, so 
yeah, you, you hit it in the nail on the head on being able to like steal the first enhance, being able to add that speed on your turn. Uh, he solved some of the problems those symbols seem to have with actually killing people. Uh, and a lot of that comes from his kit, just recipro bursts with his response on it. Fantastic. Like if they do anything during the attack, they're committing one, two foundations at a time. And then if that's your, that's, if that's what you're leading your turn with, and they're having to commit a lot of stuff to not take like 12 damage on your first turn or on your first attack, I should say, um, it's, it's setting you up to be able to like swing through some damage. Uh, he has a lot of cards in his kit that are going to be staples across his symbols, uh, for the whole format, I think, like Fulfilled My Duty, uh, Natural Leader, uh, Heroic Lineage, like, I think all of those cards are really, really good. Uh, and he has, like, all of his attacks are really solid. Engine Rush is awesome. Uh, starting your turn off with his en Engine Rush is great. Like, hey man, you block this or I'm going to draw two cards. Um, his kick, the one that, uh, gives your next kick plus two plus two, and also draws you a card for free. That attack is nuts. Cards. Yeah, so everything he's doing, like, he he is, he's fantastic. Um, upper A tier. I think he could be an S tier character. I may have him underrated, um, but uh, that's to be seen. Like, he's probably my, if he's not S tier, he's probably my, like, number one or number two A tier character uh, right there with Tokiyami. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what this character turns into in the format. He's very, very strong. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to repeat a lot of what Ryan said. Ryan, I think we might be drift compatible. I'm just going to keep saying <laughs> what you say. Um, I, I, I think he's an upper A tier character. He could definitely make his way up into the S tier. Uh, he's got great stats, 628. That's awesome. Uh, he's got free responses, neither of which commit to do. That's awesome. And as we've stated, he gets around a racer. So that's great. He, that's what really helps him get along in his attacks. Uh, I love his attack lineup. They're all, obviously, they're all kicks. Uh, I know we talked about earlier about a Midoriya. I think if we get a later version of Midoriya sending around kicks and he has order, you're going to be super pumped about Edith's stuff because uh, they're all mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just free enhances to draw cards and give extra damage and speed to other attacks. Uh, he's got calling for backup. Just, yeah, I'll just draw a card. Cool. Let's go. Uh, fulfilled my duty. You've got the you got the aggro. You've also got the control aspect of it here. Um, I think he's probably best off fire right now. If we're talking about different builds of him, um, void, I'm not, I'm not sure, uh, but like natural leader, it's just, it, he just has even his cards that aren't the best cards. They're just solid. Like you still want to play them. There's not a card. I look at in his kit. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that card. Like yeah. even heroic lineage. Like I still want to find a spot for at least one or two heroic lineages. Right. Like it's just, uh, that card's very good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it's just, it's just really good. Um, I don't really have, anything too negative to say about Ida? Uh, we've played, I think Ryan's played him the most out of, I haven't played him. Have you played him any, Matt? Uh, no, no. No, so Ryan's played him the most, or, yeah. well, by default, Another because he's played him at all. Yeah. <laughs> made some, yeah. We made some list. Yeah. Um, but... He's, man, he's really tough to play against because you're like, oh, I'm going to play my attack. I'm going to go to first hands. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I get to go first. That's mine. Yeah. Yeah, and like speaking on that, like you mentioned calling for me. backup. I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mentioned calling for backup. That card is actually nuts in Ida. Like it's mm -hmm. good in other characters, like on your own turn, but being able to like draw cards on your opponent's turn, I mean it mm -hmm. helps against characters like Jiro and you know, other things, like where you just need to get cards because he's the only one that can like actually draw cards on your opponent's turn with that without just cycling them. Yeah. yeah, um, I, I'm almost so. glad he's a six hand size character in seven, uh, instead of a seven. If he were a seven, mm -hmm. I'm not sure how you're going to deal with Ida. Like, yeah. my God. No, he's, yeah, he's very good. <laughs> like, right, thematically. So... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. 
I was, was gonna say saying. thematically, I think he would make sense as a seven hander, but yeah, I'm actually right there with John. I'm glad he's a six hander with twenty eight life. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah he's beefy. Just like our next character, Shigaraki. Uh, we're skipping him. I'm sorry. No, no I'm we're just kidding. Not. So, yeah. so, so you yeah, want to talk about Shigaraki first? Yeah, uh, so Shigaraki was the first deck that I put together in our uh, testing and stuff, and I, I really like Shigaraki. Uh, Death has always been one of my favorite symbols, uh, and he, man, both of it, again, an- another character with very strong responses. Um, just anything that says your opponent loses five health for free, yeah, man, let's go. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a good lineup of attacks. Uh, Corrosive Lunge, I think, is awesome. Uh, that one's really good. Which one's his ultra rare? Turn to dust, man. Turn to dust. Woo, woo, buddy. Give me some stuns. Give me some committing foundations to blow stuff up or make you lose health. That's great. Uh, he's got a. I like his uh, action. It's cool. It's kind of like a Swiss Army knife. It kind of does a little bit of everything. It's got some breaker. It's got a plus one mid block. It's got an enhance to add an attack uh, speed or lose an attack. Make an attack lose speed. You can blow up foundations with it. It clears itself from the card pool. It's got a five check. It's easy to play. I like Shigaraki. Brian? Yeah, so oh, I'm sorry. He's also in my A tier. Yeah, what's your <laughs> I, I should have right, said that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, I also <laughs> I have Shigaraki. <laughs> yeah, I know you love that character. I also <laughs> have Shigaraki in my A tier. Um, he's. I think he's at the bottom bottom end of my A tier, though. Um, once again, we're going to say this a lot. He gets shut down by a racer. Yeah. <laughs> uh so it's he like actually turn like literally turns into a blank character if he's getting erased every turn. The good news is he does have a pretty strong attack lineup, like John was mentioning. Uh he has access to death and fire, which he gets Bakugo's attacks off of. So he can still like get some damage through. You're just not gonna be doing it off the back of your character if you're playing against a racer. So we, we can't assume he's playing a racer every game, you know, whatever. So just basing it off of his actual abilities. Um, yeah, burning someone for five. Um and then, like, making your opponent destroy ready foundation specifically is really good because it helps you just do your thing, get your damage through. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have a lot to say about this character. This is John's character. Uh, uh, yeah, I got him at A, lower end of A, and I think, I think that's a fair spot for him. All right. Um, so I also have him in my A tier. I'm having him near the top of my A tier. Um, I think Shigaraki is very good. Um, I think... Yeah, to your point, sure, he gets erased. Um, but when he isn't, so in all the other matchups, the response once per turn for your non-throw attack to burn him for five, that's basically a free attack. So unlike Nomu, who's like, hey, I have two attacks in one, and then they just block, like, he's going to consistently get this, and they can't prevent this damage. It, it can kill them. It doesn't say to a minimum of one. So it can just kill them. So you can randomly make you know, a bunch of other attacks just do stupid damage that they have no business doing. Um, he, to your point, I think death's probably his best symbol um, because I think the Nomu Fury attacks in there are really good. I think the Bakugo Fury attacks are really good. And then Shigaraki's attacks are Fury and really good. Um, the ability to destroy one on command. Um, I like his action. Uh, I think most of his kit's pretty good. Um, unlike John, I would say I actually do not like his Ultra Rare. Um, I think his Ultra Rare attack, your opponent always is going to choose whatever works best for them. I don't like that sort of design space. Um, they've done it in the past. Stun 2 is awesome, but, I mean, you're never going to get what you want when you play that ability, right? Like, sure, they can only pay 2 health or um, destroy so many foundations, but, I don't know. It, it doesn't strike me immediately as something that I would snap include in his build, 
but I would explore it. But yeah, I think he's I think he's good. Um, I think he eats a lot of other characters alive. He's just like decayed, decayed, decayed. Let me let me blow up all the things that you really like. So it's a cool character. Yeah, one thing to note on his ultra rare it is one of like I think two attacks that has a uh, stun higher than one on it in the set. It actually has stun mm-hmm. two, which yeah. is pretty good. Stun two's pretty good. Solid. Makes it effectively a six speed, you know. Yeah. Um. So next up, uh, anyone else have anything else to add on Shigaraki? Mm. All good. All right. So next up, we got Sue, uh, Froppy. Um. Matt, how about you just keep it rolling, man? <laughs> Sure. Um, so when they previewed Sue, I'll I'll be the first to tell you, I was like, this character's broken. Um, I think having seen the full set, she is less broken. Um, I think she's very good, though. Um, she's a solid upper A tier. Um, I have her. She's probably around the same spot as Shigaraki, maybe slightly above him. Um, if I were going to try to, like, draw lines in the sand. She readies herself. This is stupid. Like, in the history of this game, whenever you have characters that ready themselves, they're always very good. Because it's just an extra thing you can commit on defense or offense. And I think that's the key to Sue is that she plays defense very well. If she's blocking with her attacks, she can clear them on progressive. She's got breaker blocks. She's got the best defensive card in the set uh, in the uh, wall cling. You know, um, like that card is Aphidiophobia um, for all you, you uh, universes players just with a four check and a high block instead of a low block. For anyone who doesn't know what that is. It may say you don't take damage off of an attack that you block, even if you partial it. That's wildly good defensively. Um, so you combo that with, like, plus ultra, um, and you can block anything on a, on a five and take no damage. Seems good. Um, I do think as a character she may struggle um, to actually push her damage through, which is strange because she adds speed, um, and her lineup works really well with some of the Aoyama stuff, but... I think she can hit a critical mass because she has to flip her foundations. And when she does that, she just kind of sits there and doesn't do a whole lot anymore. Um, so I think that's the thing to figure out for this character. And if you get a good enough build with her, she could be very, very good. John, what do you think? Uh, I've got her in my A tier as well, kind of for a lot of the reasons Matt already stated. She's got good stats. She's got really cool uh, character abilities. I mean, I, yeah, ridding your character pretty much on repeat is really good. It's, it's, ne- it's never going to be bad, I feel like. Her attack lineup, it's got a decent amount of damage on it. She's got some access to some breaker between her and then also with Aoyama. Um, I like like her card, like Observant Student. Look at the top card of your deck. That's just a good card for like kind of like a spam foundation. It's got a plus one low block. She's got a lot of access to the good stuff here. Um, it is going to be interesting to see if she can really consistently pump out the damage. Um, you know, can't can she kick out the jams, right? Um, yeah. It's that That's going to be the Fun, big test solid. for her. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, this is another character that I don't think any of us have actually played or used. Um, but I got her in my A tier. Um, I guess my concerns with her, I think she's probably in like the middle to lower part of my A tier. Uh, obviously, like a repeatable speed boost and card pull clear is nice. Uh, I guess my concern with her is uh, just how are you going to keep it going to actually put the turn together to actually kill them? Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, she doesn't have a ton of card draw on her stuff. I mean, she gets some of the stuff from um, Todoroki uh, off of his like ranged kit to draw cards. If you wanted to go ranged build with her, but is water. there anything else? Yeah, off water. Yeah, does she get anything yeah. else as far as card draw goes off air or life? Um, um, depending on the symbol, there's a little bit, not a ton. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't think she got a ton. So yeah, I got her in my A tier, and I think she's like easily in the A tier just off the power of her abilities. Uh, I think as she gets more and more support, if she does get some card draw and air or life uh, down the line, whether it's you know drawing one or two cards, whatever. But I think if she gets some card draw to sustain the plan, she could just go up to S tier. But I think she's probably safe in the A tier right now. Um, and we're coming up on the end, guys. Our last character. Uh. Ayoyama, Naval Laser, John. <laughs> John, talk about it. <laughs> so I will say, uh, when Ayoyama was first spoiled, me and Ryan were really high. Like, man, this this response is awesome. Um, and Matt was like, nah, I don't know you guys. And they're like, nah, man, you totally, it, it's it's really good. He's got a cool lineup. And then we saw a racer, and you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have Ayoyama in my B tier. I want to, if this is, Pre-Racer, he'd have been in my A tier. Um, I think he's an interesting character. I will say Aoyama in the show makes me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> just everything about him, the way he acts. Yeah, sparkle the, and twinkle, man. The the belly button stuff is just it's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> um I I think he's got a cool lineup. I think much like with uh Sue, he does kind of reach a critical mass of being able to flip foundations. And he's only a six hand size, so it's gonna he's gonna reach that quicker because he's not playing them as much. Uh, he's got his cape, which does help with that. Um, although it is unique, which I mean, I feel like the opposite is obviously if it's not unique, it's just really busted and too good. Um, so you've got that that can help with it. His uh, ultra rare attack helps with unflipping stuff, but you've got to have the momentum to get there. And uh, he, you life may have access to some artificial momentum generation with Uraraka. Um, so if you wanted to go that route, I think he's probably just stronger off maybe death or earth. Um, he's less defensive that way because uh, you don't get a lot of the Sioux stuff that you would get for defense or maybe the Uraraka stuff. Um, I do think he has the ability, depending on the matchups, he could he could be a solid A level character just because, again, free response to give every attack plus one, plus one. Playable while committed. That's awesome. His enhance makes it so that you can pretty much play whatever attack you want later in the turn. That's really strong. Those are those are strong abilities. I'm just not sure that he's the whole package is good enough. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you, bro. I got him in the B tier. Or were you B tier with him too? Yeah, B tier. Yeah, just making yeah. sure I didn't hear what I wanted to hear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> B tier. Um, yeah, I was excited about this character when we saw him, but the more and more stuff we've seen, uh, he's just like, he's very obviously at a tier below uh, most of the characters in the set. Um, I mean, I think his enhanced to play something late in the turn. I think at some point, it's not in set one, like right now, he's just, he's a B tier character. But at some point, there's going to be something that makes this character good. There will be an attack that you want to play at the end of your turn that is just going to like blow the game open. Um who knows when that'll be it's it's not now i know that uh so yeah i don't have a lot to say about this character b tier uh wish he was better not because i love the character but I, it's because i like his abilities yeah um so i will be the first to tell you that i've said this character is not good since the start um in that way he like john mentioned he hits a critical mass very fast so this is another character like bakugo where you're you have no defensive game plan you are exclusively just trying to outrace them the difference is, is that for him to outrace them, he has to flip things face down, which is he has to build them first. And then he also, like, he can only have so many, which Bakugo can too, and he does add speed. So 
Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's like this crazy build of him and his foundation or his attack does unflip him. Um, but I think his cards are just better in other characters like Sue. Um, the enhanced commit is is good. You know, like you said, you can just throw out something at the very end of a turn and just throw out some some probably some crazy damage at some point. But as is right now, um, I think he's just he's slow and he has no defense and his offense is OK. I mean, like give him plus two plus two to an attack. You know, if you have his character in play and then, you know, something else is good. I'm not going to act like that's not good, but it's how many times can he do that? And to your point, Eraser exists. So a skater does nothing against Eraser if he doesn't want him to. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, solid. A... I, I put him down in my uh, my B tier as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really care if he ever gets good. Like, I like his support, but <laughs> he's not one of my favorite characters anyway. It just so happens I don't think he's very good in the game either, objectively. Yeah. All right, so that's all the characters. I'm going to pull each of our tier lists up on the screen and just like do a, a rundown really quick before we end it up. But I know you guys can't see this, so I'll just kind of tell you. Uh, Matt, I got yours up on the screen right now. Sure. Um, so you are, uh, you're the only one of us that only had one character in your S tier. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just give us like a rundown of your thoughts on your tier list and like what you think the format's going to shake out to be and if you changed your thoughts on any of this stuff after talking with us. Um, sure. I, I stand by, I think you start with Iwazawa, um, like you start with the racer head and then you work your way out from there for the meta. Um, and that's why I put him as the only S tier character. Um, I think very easily that like Bakugo, Jiro and Ida in particular, all three of those characters could probably jump up to S tier and maybe Kirishima. Um, but the reason I say those other three first is because they still do stuff currently against Eraser. Like, even if he tries to erase them, they still get to do stuff. Kirishima does not. Um, and I think, like, if Kirishima has to play as a five-hander with six-hand size vitality, he very quickly is like, uh, I'm not very good. Uh, but that's really hard for a racer to maintain. So um, I think it's going to just come down from there. Um, so, I mean, I stand by All Might and Nomu being the worst characters in the set. Um, it breaks my heart. I love All Might. I want to play All Might so badly, but it ain't going to happen. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, I think in general, uh, we ended up having pretty similar thoughts. I think I think you guys value some other characters a little more than I do, um, as far as their, their ability to get it done. Um, and it might be that I'm just viewing it too many things through the lens of how's it do against Eraser. But spoilers, that's who I want to play the most. So uh, sure. that's, that's how I'm currently viewing things. All right. Uh, I guess, uh, John, I got yours pulled up now. Okay. Um, Let's see here. So, oh shit, hold on. I lied to you. Oh my god. I the now betrayal. have yours pulled up. So you're the only one of us <laughs> to have three characters in your S tier. Uh, do you do you stand by uh, Tokiyami in your S tier up there? I I do. I think even if he gets erased, obviously you can't use his ability. But because of the Mulligan rules, you can start with more than likely you're going to see one summon Dark uh, Shadow in your opening hand. Um, and you're just going to build a bunch of foundations turn one and start blowing people up. Um, so I, I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be an S tier character. Um, and we'll probably revisit this after like a few months or something like that of actually having the cards and playing and seeing like, you know, reading reports from other people and we can revisit and kind of see where we think characters are still in the tier list. Uh, I stand by it, putting him up there. I, I do agree with Matt. I think the meta is going to be Eraser. Whether or not that means he's going to be the best character 
that's not necessarily true. It's just it's going to be can you like like you said, can you go 50-50 against a racer? If you can, all right, you're good. If not, probably think about somebody else. Um I think I think Eraser is just really, really good. He does have a high skill cap because uh, it, it's going to be tempting to just spam Erase every attack, even on your own attacks. You're like, I just want to keep my opponent from doing what they want to do. And you're like, OK, that's not always what you should do. Um, so there, there is knowing when to do it, when not to do it, when to hold back, uh, which attacks to play, how to build yourself defensively so you don't just get blown up by like two attacks or something, or maybe even one attack from Ida. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's going to shake down to how how a racer is, and if someone's going to crack a deck that is because if we do see it like it's everyone's playing a racer and you go going to tournaments and the top eight's like six or seven erasers, eventually someone's going to find the deck that's like, well, this deck just throws a racer down a hole, and people are going to start playing that deck, and so then it'll turn. But I think it's until until we see that happen, he's going to be kind of the defining character of the set. Man, that's that's why I'm so happy that the diversity rule doesn't exist in MHA. Because like, if it does turn into a tournament where there's eight erasers in the top, what do people do to like counter that? Do you just see like everybody bringing Giro to the next tournament to just like dunk on eraser or something? Or Bakugo? Uh, or Bakugo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that kind of stuff will be super interesting to see. Uh, so I got mine pulled up now. Um, my S tier was just eraser and uh, Kirishima with uh, Tokiami and Ida like close by. Um, I, I think I stand by mine. I think the only thing I probably would move, and I anticipate moving at some point, is moving Momo or Uraraka into the A tier, just once I see them play or see a good deck of them. Because I do think they both have really strong powers. And, like, if that ends up happening, it kind of stands out to me that there's only, like, five characters in the B and C tier for me after that. So, um, hey, I like, good job, Jasko, making a lot of characters yeah. that I want to play that are thematically, like, on point. And just everything looks fun, I think. Um, but yeah, I think that's all of our tier list. I think we've gone through it quite a bit. Matt, you want to take us out? Sure. Um, yeah, if you made it to this point in the video, thanks for hanging around and watching. Um, we we will be doing, like you know, John's kind of talking about, we'll be doing reevaluating our tier list. We'll probably do a, a compare and contrast at some point later, um, probably a month or, or two after the set's actually been out. We've had cards in hand um, and kind of in preparation for when the tournament, like, organized play will start, you know, kind of reevaluate it in between now and then, give you guys a better um, take on, on where our thoughts are. But then we'll have also played all the characters. So, you know, we'll have a little bit more insight specifically into like matchups or how you work with those characters. But um, yeah, if you enjoy this kind of content, um, make sure to, you know, press that like button and subscribe, right? That's that's the YouTube thing. Um, and, uh, you know, thanks for hanging out. And thanks for watching. Um, check out our, our website and our Facebook page um, for more additional content. We're, we're going to try to create and bring this kind of content um, to the community as much as possible. Um, so we're very excited about the card game. We hope you are too. And uh, yeah, guys, thanks for taking some time out of your day um, to do this with me. Not a problem, man. And just, uh, hey, mm -hmm. uh, universusacademy.org, right? And yep. Universus Universus Academy, Academy on Facebook. Also yep. the eCommit website. Ecommituffs.wordpress.com. That's where all the written content will be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, appreciate it, and we'll see y'all next time. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening.